hotel. I get him from the hotel. He's been very kind, very generous with that. And then uh, uh, Pat Dixon on Friday, he yes. uh, he let me know, hey, if you uh, you know can give me a ride, you can get a spot. And I I had nothing scheduled. I I hadn't been on stage for a week, so I was uh, I was more hungry for the spot than he was for the ride. It was very nice of him. Now, Pat Dixon is also on Compound Media. He's got the New York City Crime Report. But he didn't say to you, hey, I need a ride, right? He called you up and said. Uh, well, he texted me and said, if you'd like to come to, out to Scotty's tonight, you're cordially <laughs> invited. Yeah. But I, I know Pat well enough. I knew exactly what that message meant. So it was it was all great. All on board. Being a comedy Uber does not suck. No, not at all. I, I don't mind it. Bonnet. Okay, so. Andrea Bryant, and it's with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N-T. Well, I want to see how Correct. people can find you out there on the internet, social media, YouTube channels. You let me know that you have at comicscard.com mm -hmm. forward slash Andrea dash Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T, comicscard.com forward slash Andrea dash Bryant. What do we find on that page? Uh, so you can find all my socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, even LinkedIn, if you want to drive down your value on that site. Um, but there's also my calendar of dates. So if you want to come out and see me, uh, yeah. that's towards the bottom of the page as well. Terrific. Okay. Andrea Bryant, everyone at home is sitting there ready and poised to watch this movie with us. It is essential that they press play at the exact same time we do in the studio. So why don't you, Andrea Bryant, with a Y, give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian countdown uh, comedian. Ready to start the movie. Oh, that's the scene from Kill Bill. Now, this isn't original music. What's that? That's Kill Bill took us took a the scene with the sunglasses on the dashboard oh, and did really? an homage by having the sheriff driving into the chapel. Well, I really love hate that Quentin Tarantino. You know, it's kind of a prick move. It's like ah, uh, you know. Well, he's but, he's a fellow podcaster now. Him and Roger Avery, the writer of Pulp Fiction, have a podcast on movies. Uh huh. Well, that's perfect that he would have a podcast. But boy, can he blah blah blah. Oh, the audacity, the audacity. Can you believe the guy talking about movies, talks over movies? God, who needs that shit? <laughs> I'm not saying that. So, okay, yeah, so it's a complete opens rip. Up letting us know what it is. It's going to be all about driving fast. Sweet. Have you seen the remake with uh, Angelina Jolie and Nicholas Cage? Yes. Did you like that movie? I don't know. It was okay, but it, it wasn't uh, really this movie. You know, a friend of mine, uh, Mike Strong, told me this story. He went to see this movie at the Thousand Van Ness, which is not a thing anymore. And uh, the line was impossible, and the concession line took forever. Uh-huh. Oh, this movie is such a train wreck. I didn't realize the movie was such a... Good one, Mike. went off the rails. Anyway, so... Wait, 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 wait. This happened in real life, and the director took advantage of it. Because, yeah. come on, everybody... And they quickly ran over here. He he was like tipping cows, and he's like, "I got an idea. Let's tip this train and film it." No, he said he got he was on the police scanner. We have a uh, train wreck, perfect for my movie. Yeah, all this footage. Think of the production value, right? We're watching a movie, right. and there's something awful—a fucking train wreck. 
Now he's an insurance investigator and he's showing oh. up to assess the damage. You know, I did that as a living. I was an insurance inspector. Uh-huh. And what I did was I would, there'd be insurance companies that would deal with like cars and shit like that. And I would say, hi, I'm Mike. I'm your insurance inspector for Waltham, Massachusetts. Uh, can you answer a few questions for me? And they'll go, okay. How, what would you say, the how much money you guys make? Is it about a low four figures, high five figures? You know, they're like, well, get off the phone. But I, I would make sure that everything's in line with the insurance policy. But it was with the companies, not the people. Now, what we just saw here was an auction. And he bought this car for 300 bucks. And what? Now yeah, that piece of, that hunk of junk. You're talking about 1974 money. Did you know that $300 back in 1974 yeah. was worth $300 in 1974? Right. Yeah. You know, I never think of it that way. Back then, that was serious money. It was yeah. worth $300 in $1974. $300. So my friend Mike Srog went to see a movie, and the line took forever. Everything took forever. The session said took forever. And the first trailer was gone in 60 seconds. And there you go. Time to get your ticket to this theater. One minute. Time to get your popcorn. A minute, 30 seconds. And everyone went, boo. No, it didn't. It took 40 <laughs> minutes. Great story. Great story. Great story. Now, look what they're doing. They're stripping the car. But it's really not, like, about parts or anything, although they will keep the engine or whatever. It's about those serial numbers, vehicle numbers, VINs, right? Right. They're, they're going to steal cars. Yes. And replace it with these VINs. So, wait a minute. They, oh, so they just want the VIN. Yeah. And other distinguishing things. So they'll put that sticker on a different car. Yeah, look at him lifting it off right now. Yeah. Ooh, Under uh oh, Kitty's, Kitty's Carl. That cool. He's got centerfolds on the wall. That cool. <laughs> look this the other way. Bill. You see that it's a code name because it's illegal. There's our director and writer and producer and star and genius. With this kind of cowboy suit? Yeah. Well, that's just seventies pants. It's not a cowboy suit. It's a cowboy suit. Yeah, because yeah, cowboys were a football. big deal in the 70s. You see the... Not in football suits, yeah. Well, he's got the hair, he's got to show it off. These guys have the same jeans, football. though. Yeah, you see that guy right there? I really don't know his name. In real life, he's... Uh... Well, I just don't know. Uh, LAX? He's... Okay, the director's name is H.B. Halicki, and he saved a lot of money by not having any stars. And the, the speed is the star of this. Oh, look how lax that airport is. Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, I like that, but I'm I'm over that airport. I am ex-lax. <laughs> Listen, we didn't do a celebrity comedian countdown, so we can't time this. But it should. This car should be gone in 60 seconds. Okay. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Mississippi. I don't know how long a second. 60 is. bottles of beer on the wall. 60, 60 seconds of beer. If one of them falling in it falls, how many uh, bottles of beer? Fifty-nine seconds. Bottles of beer on the wall. Look at it. Oh, cranking oh. it. Northwest Orient. Who hasn't done that in the car? Am I right? Uh, cranking <laughs> it. Look at them. So they're just gone. Excellent. Gone. Seconds by my count. Now this movie I read about first in Psychotronic uh, Video Guide, from, uh -huh. and 
he was saying this guy was a real stuntman who yeah. just scraped up money and, and made his own stunt movie, and it was really successful. Right. He really is a car mechanic repair kind of person. He just loves cars, and he, and he, he, he spent a lot of money on this film. But the, the film made money. It made millions. Now you, I, I don't, I, I don't want you to humble brag, but I know you are a dedicated gearhead when it comes to automobiles. Am I okay? <laughs> well, growing up in Los Angeles and New York and <laughs> so many yeah. other places. The star of this film is the 1973 Ford Mustang. That's the car to see. There we go. Now, this car they just chopped up was called Jill. Okay, it's always a code name. The code name for the 1973 Ford Mustang is Eleanor. Got to give a lady's name. Keep it classy. See, it's got the the plate again. It is now the wrecked car, the wrecked up car. Just like poof, it'll be on the street. They'll run the plate. They'll have the record of it. Carl, just that for shits and giggles, can you tell me where you are in this movie? Yes, I am liking it, but at the same time, no, I'm only kidding. Um, it, I'm at <clears throat> seven minutes and twenty. 21, 22, 23, 7, 24, 5. Let me hear 34. Damn it. 34? 1, 2, no. And now. Okay, we're looking at money. Love, yeah. Lots and lots of money. Yeah. This Carl. is the biggest deal of their... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, I want money. Lots and lots of money. I want a piece of the pie. Yeah. I want to be rich. Do, 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 do. It, it doesn't... The best things in life are free, right? I mean, but you can save it for the birds and the bees. I want money. That's what you want? That's what I want. want. Oh, okay. this is like, yeah, this, I recognize this. This is where the John, the John Wick ladies work. <laughs> okay, now look, this is the biggest deal ever. It's a $400,000 deal. He's getting 200 of that up front. Okay, it's in his back pocket right now. He's going to use it to pull the scam. He has to get like 50 cars by three days. Uh And he doesn't have to swap them like we saw him swap out Jill. He just has to steal them and strip them. Let me do the math. Three days, Uh 60 cars, 30 seconds. Yeah, works. (laughs) I think 60 seconds. It's either 48 or 50 cars. Okay, here we have a wedding in New York, New York State, and it's wow. a Polish wedding, and we'll get a lot of 70s Polak things throughout the film. Oh, a lot of good jokes? It's 48 cars, 48 cars. And the Ford Mustang is the Eleanor. Now, look, it's very specific. They want yes. six limousines. They want three Rolls Royces. They want... Uh, one Eleanor, you know. One I, I hate talking shop during a wedding, but who who's this they that wants it so badly? Well, it's like um, the guy. It's really the director, H.B. <laughs> Hilicky. He is an insurance claim. He does insurance claim. Uh, so, for yeah. Insurance. Like if the car gets stolen, he pledges to go find it, and it, that's he works for the insurance company. So see. he's stealing cars from his client. To yes. write the claims. Well, he's not the client. He, he's hired by 
the insurance company. He's, it's not really his cl he's client. Gotcha. But does the insurance company wants him? To, I'm sorry. Like, I know this is a wedding. I shouldn't be talking shop. But this <laughs> I'm, it's going right now. The music's going Polish, 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 pop, Polish, 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 pop, and the Polish polka. And pop, pop. look, he uh -oh. a flower. This is a 70s movie. That kid should have been shot in the head by now. Look how honest this is. It's just some bummy bar, like my reserve club where we have the open mic. Oh, you think that's the open micers there, like yeah, waiting for the wedding right. band? We're waiting. Where's the list? Where's the list? That's the first thing you say when you both. Are you are you on the groom side or the bride side? No, I'm here for the mic at six o'clock. Is there a list out yet? I'll be doing five minutes. Well, it's eleven a.m. and we have a wig actually right now. Uh, okay, <laughs> the list is not out. So the list is not out. Can I start a list? Yeah. Can I start a list? I was here first, and uh, my friend Tony's coming, so he would come. So he would he would perform first. So I would be second. Now look, we're getting some family politics and business politics. Okay, nice. when their father died, um, he got a lot of the shares. He's the goofy. The, see the one with the rose. He's Mister Cool. I think his name is uh, Pace. Um, oh right, you got to keep keep a good pace when you're stealing cars. <laughs> yeah. It's Adrian Pace. That's what it is. Adrian Pace. A Pace. So he just had the fucking balls to fly to New York, go to this friend's wedding who is a, a partner in the business, and tell him, you're not going on your honeymoon because we got to steal 48 cars. And, of course, the guy's like, you know, fuck you. It's my wedding. And it's like, well, and he gets his way. He, the guy has to stay, and he sort of becomes the bad guy. But I don't know. He got screwed. He was so rude. Oh, so the groom is the bad guy in this movie. He's the adversary. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's because he has blue balls. That's why he's fucking pissed. <laughs> so here we are in 1970s Los Angeles airport. And, you know, it's all very it's humble and Jane. Mm -hmm. You know, it hasn't changed at all. It's the same fucking greats. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Look how they park by the terminal. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, right. Is, Behind them is the parking lot, I'm sure. He caught his chest hair, you see? His thing is open yeah. there. Are they going to take that car? Look, look, that's an Eleanor. That's a 1973 Ford Mustang. Oh, he's going to steal the car now? Well, there'll be a joke. It won't, he won't get it. See, this movie does not follow the movie rules, but there were sort of like no movie rules yet in 1973. You know, it had to be built, this uh, Hollywood movie of today. Right. This movie's really good and interesting and fun. And also, it sucks so bad. It's both things. I was always under the impression it was no more than 70 minutes. <laughs> it's 60 <laughs> seconds. Now, look, this, oh, you mean, maybe you're thinking of the sequel. Look, there was a sequel. Yeah, this guy's saying, let me steal it, boss. Please let me steal it. And he's going to be in the, the guy who's our final chase scene. Oh, there's car chases in this movie? Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. Oh, I don't know. I get a little nervous. Did they? Oh, this is before seatbelts, right? 1973? It was before seatbelts, yes. Yeah. And they only had AM radio. Or <laughs> A-track. No, they had no A-tracks. You don't think that, that Rolls doesn't have an A-track kicking it? So he's like, 
Thank you. God. Okay. See you soon. Bye. 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 There's... Okay. Here. No. Here it is. Now watch this guy. He's so cool. He'll be in our final chase. He goes to get in, and he's like, "Oops! Ha <laughs> ha! Wrong car!" And he gets super embarrassed. They're very suspicious that he was, you know. I don't know. No one's suspicious. I wouldn't even call this pre nine eleven. This is like pre calendar, <laughs> right? They were still using he like he just sunlight. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Looks like March. That's what they said. This is the way they acted. This airport. Everyone has they stole the Eleanor. Yeah. Okay. Now with the guy we saw who got embarrassed. He's now dyed his hair gray because it's going to help him with being identified when he's, you know, for stealing cars, if he gets caught or something. I don't know why, but it's gray now. And he's not like our big boss, Adrian. He's like sort of second in command and running the operation. And there won't ever be any static between him. And he's cool throughout, but. He is cool. Now, his hair is so cool, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. see, like, check out his sideburns. They're sleeping. Don't disturb his sideburns. They're sleeping. <laughs> oh, little sideburns. Yeah. Oh, here's the list. That's the list of cars they're going to steal. Now, it's very specific, right? They need right. a Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow, a Rolls-Royce Silver Ghost, a Plymouth Barracuda, a Jaguar E-Type, Rolls-Royce Phantom 5. You know, it's very specific what this guy wants. He's got a Ferrari V12. And of course, our favorite, the 1973 Ford Mustang Eleanor. There's Lyle Wagner, and they will yes. steal his car. And Lyle Wagner, of course, is the $6 million man, right? From no. TV? No. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's Steve, Steve uh, Austin. That's, Austin. Uh, no, it's uh, Lee Majors. Oh, so he's not Lee Majors. Where do I know him then from? Uh, he was in a lot of 70s TV, Lyle Wagner. Um, oh, didn't we? I think we saw, did a movie with him in it. I don't remember, and I ought to. Oh, it might have been a film that I picked, and I was like, nah. But there was like <laughs> Lyle Wagner in it. Here's our plan. Yep, that's right. That's what they're going through. We got a lot of cars to steal tonight, but they're easy picks. It's a sabotage. Do, 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 do. This is like one long sabotage video. <laughs> wow, that is a classy fucking garage, man. You got pieces of artwork in there. Look how little room there is. Dude, I love putting my artwork in the garage right behind the car. That way, the exhaust fumes gets into the artwork. <laughs> Ooh, little top secret shit in yeah, there, 1973 right. spy shit. Right. Bruce Lee led me this. If you were at the drive-in and you saw that, you'd be like, whoa, dude, that was cool. Did you see it? Ah, uh, no. Nah. Oh, this is where we need to be. Okay, now our cool guy buys a jacket, and he'll use it to pretend he works there. He and is cool. He put of... it right over his denim jacket. Yes. And it's the seventies, and he was sort of a la pickpocketing, bump into a guy Oops. with a badge. Yep, and he snaps no, his badge. Mr. Cool. What a nice Rolls Royce that guy's pulled up in. Oh, look at that! His funny hat. He's it's going to be gone in sixty seconds. 
Those are called quarter midgets. It's pretty cool. I think it's cool that they were able to rent a uh, a racetrack and do this for their movie. No, no. Oh no, they they shot the movie during an existing. <laughs> the go- the the Goodyear Blim says lock your doors or it may be gone in sixty seconds, and I think that's where where they got their title. I don't. There you go. There God was is... no script. Well, because it also uses the number sixty seconds, which is the title. Right. Exactly. But I'm saying that it might have got named like, well, it, I don't know. It's just interesting. They had no script. They just had some general guidelines and they would ad lib it like left and right. Aggie. Yeah. Aggie's rolling away right now. But I think that means Augie from the Texas uh, A&M University. It's their football team and their oh, all right. Augies, I, I think. Oh, look, they're outside. They're outside in the backyard. In the grass. <laughs> On the grass, yeah, I got the dog there. Now, look, he's just sipping his booze. That's the way to do it, because if you pour it in a glass, you might lose valuable alcohol. You got to go straight into the mouth. Yeah, there is, a, what is it called, uh, contrition, contrition. You lose yeah. a little energy in the transfer. Yeah, so right, right. You skip a step. Yeah, you it's like a drop, man. It's six steps of Kevin Bacon, but basically you're drinking directly from the bottle. <laughs> it's the bacon. It's bacon. Oh, good old 18. One, where do you live? I live on 18,504 <laughs> Main Street. Well, I mean, H.B. Halicki was a little bit of a egotist, which is cool. He was cool. I'm your friend, H.B. You're cool. And he, like, he, he passed away. He'd do a lot of um, inside jokes, like he'd use his real address and, in, and um, well, you'll see as we go through it. Like, you love the guy. Oh, yeah, I absolutely love the guy. I have yet to see Nicolas Cage or Angelina Jolie, so that's a plus. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was like a big name director. That was the big joke, because here's this tiny little cult movie where this guy just fucking cranked out his practical... Uh, effect mm-hmm. stunt racing movie and uh the hollywood version decades later just kind of picked up the skeleton of it and just mass you know made this giant well, the, the widow was very involved in it um oh all right jerry bruckheimer touchstone pictures that was who it was which I is really... disney right the disney owned touchstone back in the day i wish they would put that movie on disney plus mm-hmm. yeah i wonder why they wouldn't right if they we don't know the legality but uh, it was Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. I saw it. 1995, The right. Widower. You see, he died. He died in a stunt. Not on this film, but on the, uh, you know, number two of this film. Gone in 60 Seconds, number two. There was an accident, and he died. So there's a widower. Widow, widow, excuse me, involved. Yeah. And she worked with Jerry Bruckheimer to make that film happen. I saw that film. That film's got this whole subplot in which they kidnap his ne'er to well do well brother and was they're it, gonna kill him. It was uh, McRib, right? Did you see uh, McRibovitz? What was that kid's name? <laughs> I don't know. Greasy. You know this, this, uh, uh, Genevieve McRib. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Greasy McRibs. That's so Greasy funny. McRibs. No, no, the Scientologist, the young guy, the one who looks uh, from anyway. I wouldn't know that kind of thing. I don't watch the news. I will Google it. Oh, oh so yes, he's got a your Google. Now, okay, he stole 
the car. The owner was out walking his dog drunk. And so he got in his car in his pajamas and is chasing him. And that attracted cops. So now we've got our first chase. Uh Uh-oh. You know, these cops, they are all real-life cops. I mean, H.B. Halicki owned, like, a junkyard and a repair shop. Where you saw them before doing the stripping of the car, that's his shop. shop. Nice. (laughs) Right. And he would stop for, uh, you know, three months, and he would bang out cars, and he'd end up with, like, 20 grand. And then he'd I had a sense it was his shop because you could see him in the back editing the movie. <laughs> He's there with the avid machine. These are real people. All throughout the whole film, you'll just see real people. They will come down the car over the hill, do a jump, twist around, smash into a wall. And real humans are standing there going, what the fuck? Nice. <laughs> So shit like this, like a flipped over car, you don't take lightly. Like, so they actually had to like flip the car over, get the camera ready. Yup. Like for a movie, you know, big deal. But when your friends do it, it's like, whoa, man, how'd you do that? (laughs) It is so um, dangerous. There were so many accidents on this thing, including our director himself, who walked away from this movie with a limp for life. I mean, he... And it's, yeah... And it's unfortunate. I mean, he died in shooting his, the sequel to this movie. Yeah, he did. He was in New York, upstate. Yeah, upstate New York. Yeah. And they were going to do a stunt. And uh, this crane uh, let loose its chain early. It chopped into a telephone pole, which fell to the ground. And our poor guy was like, oh, you know, right on top of me. He's like, look at that. What's coming? Like a meteorite. I mean, what are the how horrifying? What are the odds? Well, I mean, this so there was no like safety crew or whatever that that are associated with films. They just went out. They just went out and shot it. Yeah, this guy made fish burgers, but he did it with a lot of money, and it looks quality, and it's really well done. But yeah, it was dangerous all around, and it even took his life in the end. Wow. Can talk about the sequel because, from what I understand, it's only like forty minutes. Well, yeah, they didn't get to film it all. He died, you know. Uh, listen, I just want to tell you, we're ha- that's the bad guy again, right? Okay, so he stole one of the forty-eight cars, and you saw it last night when the, you know. But then he went and put the car back because he got attraction, attract, you know, attracted attention, and the, he knows the guy is an insurance adjuster who never gives the money to the people you know and, and that's so why so, so he returned like the car mm-hmm. so he put the car back so that that guy would get in trouble because that guy claimed you see the cops handcuffed him i don't yeah. know it, it, he screwed the guy over what's happening now is the ladies calling up their secretary miss penny miss pain and miss you know penny lane uh, is calling up limo companies because they got like four or five limos on the list. Just making arrangements to get picked up. Oh, there's the old thrifty. Yeah, the gray-haired. Here's our gray-haired best robber. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him. I, I was looking for a guy with not dyed hair. 
<laughs> right. It's so <laughs> obvious he does not old enough to have that. I was looking for someone who looked like Adam Horowitz, right? And not uh, like look, the other it's two. Look, it's Kabiki Inn. Wait, Cafe? What does it say? Tijuana. No. Tijuana Inn. TJ. <laughs> Do you drop in? Get it? Do you drop in? We do drop in. Is he his briefcase? Oh, he's just parking a Rolls Royce here. But they they do their research. They stake it out. Here goes one of the caddies that they wanted. It's gone in it's, sixty seconds. I know. I was timing it, and it didn't even hit the minute mark. Oh, he took the bike for for shits and giggles too. <laughs> That's oh, there's sunglasses. They, said they don't keep the possessions inside because it might you know, lead to right. uh, being traced. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Is, is Flight to Eastman. He's no, taking that's, the yellow that's car. not an Eleanor. Okay. No, it's a lemon Eleanor. I think it's a Porsche, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. So are you keeping count? Are we keeping car count? Because once we get to no. 50, I'm turning this movie off. No, no, it's only 48 cars. Well, we've seen four cars get stolen so far, right? I more than that. Haven't Five. We? Well, this <laughs> must be six. Here comes another. I was, <laughs> is this the fucking movies? This All right, let's say more like a oh, finally, 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 some seventies I like. All right, so now we're gonna get some seventies you like. One is he'll be like, "That's a fine honey right there," and then that, now I gotta steal the car. He'll get into the car, but he'll get a surprise in the car. What a boner. That's no surprise. Oh, no, there's a dog. He didn't see it because he was looking at that lady. That's very close. Oh, is it Python? Good guess. No, my God. It's a baby tiger. It's Ben Gal. Is that a guy or a gal tiger? It's Ben Gal. Ben Gal. Whoa, look, it's a puppy. Or it's a cub. You know, you have to crack a window when you put a tiger in your back seat for security reasons, because yeah. otherwise they well, this they was the seventies. Oh right, they had cool. like. Did you notice the kid in the back seat too? The seventies, man, that's just crazy. Now this is a little weird of the film. We now see the whole process of doing the stealing. Why didn't we see that on like car one? You know, like why do it now? Well, I think it's kind of like Crank 2. You have suddenly realized you have to fill the rest of the movie with stuff. But <laughs> there is this horrible scene that does exactly that. Had the time, yeah. But this is interesting. You know, I kind of want to know how they do it. Slits malt liquor. See, look, malt liquor's from the 70s. <laughs> look at the bull. Yeah, bull's fucking tips. Like, blue bull. Ox. Blue, blue bull. Oh, you like, I get blue balls all the time. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it, bro. Uh, hey, brother. Capone. I okay, got a book so about Capone. It's the Old Testament. <laughs> what yeah, do I feel like reading tonight? Capone or the Old Testament? <laughs> it's like you're Walter White stuck in the cabin with nothing to do. Right. Why do I? Capone or the Book of Revelation? Let's see. I'll start from left to right. Capone. Bullshit, 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 old oh, testament. Well, oh, they have that Playboy magazine behind the desk. You can look at that. So Fran and Zoe. She's in on it, right? I'll yeah, steal those cars. Yeah, she's in on Okay, so what here's what happened. There's bad guy, right? Right. 
bad guy saying, well, you fucked up now. One of the cars you stole was seen by the insurance, blah, blah, blah. He noticed the plate. And he's like, you're fucked now. And he goes, don't worry about it. I'll have it gone by the morning. Okay, so here comes a tow truck. Wait now, a minute, the movie's not called Gone by the Morning. Okay, here comes the tow truck. <laughs> no, it's not stealing the car. He's sort of like putting it back. Oh, I got you. Okay, so here comes Return the Return in two days. <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. Look at his hat. Return is seven. Oh my god, I love that hat. He should pose for a salt and pepper shake. Okay, now here's a cop. So what? What's the big deal? There's a guy with the tow truck. Why does he care? I don't get it. Ooh, there's a canine. That dog sniffing out bad guys. Yeah, well, this was the 70s, so it was still the K8 program. They hadn't oh. advanced the. That oh, was the K8, right? Dog. That was back in the day. Today's police dog is a true soldier trooper. He is a canine level. I saw that Jim Belushi prequel K8. Wasn't as good. Sentry <laughs> dogs, sentient dogs, sentient dogs. I'm. I want lunch. You just <laughs> ate. You just ate. Waxy. I know that. I'm sentient. What the fuck, man? Why? Law enforcement's crazy. That's right. Why? What is... What did... No, the thing is, the cop's right. By the way, it's a real police officer. Yeah. You know, this H.V. Halicki, he ran tow trucks. He was, jet, you know, Department of Public Works uh, contracts. He was a big dude in the... The film starts out, and it's, like, produced by... H.B. Halicki Towing Company. It really was produced by a wrecking yard and towing company. Yeah, right. Really I love is. it. He did all this on his own, and this is pretty cool. Like yeah. the, you can see the the camera getting banged up a bit when when they. Yeah. Now service. he he owned. There's going to be a big chase scene, and all the cars he owned, he would like go to auction, just like we saw, and. You know, pay dirt cheap for these cars so he could fuck them up in this movie. Now, one thing I have to ask you is some of these cars are Rolls Royces. Mm -hmm. How do you pull it off? What do you think? Um, That is, no, that's friends and stuff. That he didn't own. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. He puts a lot. Yeah. I mean, this, like that shot we just saw with the camera on the bottom of the seat or whatever. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty cool shit. He's really spent budget on this. I think it was on here. It is. He spent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of nineteen seventy four money, and it right. made forty million dollars. Now that's probably over the life of it, you know, because it was released to DVD and and sure. VHS and. But I mean, was it though? Because I this was a cult film. I mean, in the eighties, it was an underground videotape. It wasn't easy. I, I couldn't go into Blockbuster and find this film. Uh-huh. I mean, not till maybe the Nicolas Cage movie might have prompted it to be re-released. Well, I've got these details. I'll have to find. Yeah. So was this like, uh, was this a road movie where they just brought it to different towns and stuff? or? Well, it was all pretty much Los Angeles County. The chase that we're going to see, which is the big one, goes through five towns. 
do you think when the movie was released though did they do it as like a village roadshow type of tour or oh you... i see what you're saying yeah um let me find in my notes i've got something written up about the release it seems I... like this film lasted a while like it's a perfect double feature you know you know the director's brother is the one doing the crane right now nice yeah and almost anywhere on the internet you read a review of this they mention it well like he's he's, into it you know yeah he's a cool brother the director right right yeah you you gonna let me do what hey i i'm sorry what i said about you 40 years ago (laughs) it's all right bro oh no eleanor you see, he's just like showing us production value of something he does all the time. Wreck up a car. Yeah. You know, it's the world he's in. And he will destroy 127 cars in this film. Jesus, if I ran a drive-in theater, I'd be like, oh, precious. Oh, I could have been parked. Oh, another customer gone. Very nice. Uh, look at this. This is how you steal a fucking truck. Yeah, it's just more. Well, I don't think he's. He's removing well, he the, the caboose. He clearly is, yeah. Wow, look at that. It's a blunt before blunts. He did. He, <laughs> he's actually smoking the tobacco in there. Right. That's you like a, a pre blunt. You're supposed to dump it on the bus and put weed in there, dude. Why is I find the release notes? Damn it. Oh, but I'm sure, like, it must have had a life. I mean, I, if I had a double feature movie house, this would be the second billing of every every time, whatever it is. Well, it's it's good and bad film. Like, I, we're seeing all the good stuff. Okay, they're noticing an Eleanor, but that's okay. They've already got their Eleanor. They're going to steal Look at that. this. How vintage. This is oh. Los Angeles, right? Right. Or Southern California, at least. No, it is Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, now they're noting where he lives. Okay. And they're like, in case we need another Eleanor, ha ha ha. And that's like a plot point. Oh, because they're going to go back and get it? Yeah, they're going to have to. Yeah, you can't introduce an Eleanor in the first act and not pull it out in the third. Okay, so now we're going to have a thing. He's doing his job for the insurance company, and he shows up. I understand your car was stolen. Yes, it was stolen. Blah, 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 blah. We'll try to get it back for you. You better, because this is a lot of money. Nice to meet you, client. I will try to find your car. Heard good things about you, son. Good luck. And the secretary is like, oh, grinning. (laughs) I got it. He is a good actor, too. I cannot believe I got the box office information here. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. I got don't have. Okay, well, the release would go through like all of its releases on DVD and VHS, yeah. and they were I I don't have years because. But this didn't never this never played on premium cable or basic cable. I guess not. I yeah. know my research has failed the audience. Now he's meeting the client. I hear good things about you. We're going to do a good scorebook, sir. And it's sort of like he's winking at the audience like, I stole this fucking car. Yeah, right. Oh, I'll get your car back. Yeah. yeah. I, I can sense exactly where it is. It, well, not in 45 minutes. I can sense exactly where it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be returned in 30 days. <laughs> the sequel 
Yeah, the guy brings the ship back with the 48 cars and says, fuck yeah. it. We're, listen, we're, we have to return all the cars. Ooh, look at my toy room. This is where I have my, my race car. Yeah, well, it was a serious, like, racing vehicle. Not one of these. They're just bragging. The movie's bragging. Because he can. It's production Yeah, value. he has it. He knows people who have a garage with fucking race cars. Formula One is that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's shameless because I want a Viceroy cigarette right now. The promotion. Excuse me, sir, boss. I'm giving you unnecessary things in the 2000s. Like, there's a phone... I'll take a memo to call him. Right. Here's a memo for a phone call. Please send flowers to Dickie Johnson's secretary. Oh, hey, look at this. Television studios. Oh, there's less gates around it. Now they have, like, security gates all around it. That's by the farmer's market, Carl. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Mr. Cool. Yeah. Look, That's what they see. Mr. Price is right. He goes... Okay, I'm taking this car around front. He goes, well, it's not done yet, sir. You know, he goes, well, this guy's in a hurry and he's making a scene and he wants to leave right away. Wait, well, I haven't even waxed it yet. It's fine as it is. He goes, oh, okay. he's just going to steal it. Listen, it won't take that long, probably less than a minute. Yeah. It, this will be gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> hey, man, bummer. Oh, yeah, so that's bummer, like, dude. wow. That was right across the street from Studio City. He's got the vacuum on his face. Why? I think that's a bagelry right now. Now this guy is like, what's going on? That Wait, was Lyle like... Wagner's car. I'm here to pick up. No, no, I'm not Lyle Wagner. I'm here to pick up Lyle Wagner's car. Now who just got into my boss's car and drove away? Listen, buddy. Uh, did they have a laugh track during this or they couldn't yes, afford it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it did deserve it because that was the dialogue was just there were no jokes. So you'd have to be clued in. Right. Trying to be a joke. Oh, there's the upstairs art gallery, which is a joke because there's no second floor. Right. That's a, I know the hypocrisy of our world. Oh, don't be such a teen. Oh, I can't take Los Angeles anymore. So fake. It says upstairs, but there's no upstairs. So he's distracting the lady with directions questions as he backs out. Gone in 60 seconds. Oh, I have to do my car count. There's right? another one. This yeah. car is ridiculous. That well, is a your car, what is it up to? 14? What do you think? I wish. Yeah, 14. We only got 34 more left cars. Ago. I wouldn't know what to. Oh, my God. This man says killing me. You're preying on me. Look at this. These guys are grown men. They can't even fucking get it. I can't breathe, buddy. <laughs> what a crazy Wait car. A Come back here with my car. Hey. Yeah, how did that happen? Listen, you know I'm the bad guy, right? Yes, I do. And you're pissing me off. Now I'm going to continue to be unfair to you, but yet the audience will love me. You know, one of my favorite car thefts is I learned it's for the Grand Theft Auto way. They stand in front of the car, the car stops, and uh, then the guy presses triangle and he walks up to the car, opens the door, pulls the driver out, and, goes, ah! and then he gets in. And then his buddy, who's in the passenger seat, eventually leaves. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God, it's uh, Radar from MASH. <laughs> yeah, right. He just dropped another Pollock bomb. He goes, 
how do I look? You know, in his fancy car. And he goes, right. like a dumb Pollock. <laughs> Where's your wig? It makes me itch. Okay, now, they got a car, and they're going to find heroin in it. Like millions of dollars worth of heroin. Yeah. Now, our hero is too smart for that. He's like, go put the car back right away. You know what I mean? Like the mob or whatever. Yeah. Go put the car back right away. But the bad guy is like, we got it. The bad guy who looks like Stacey Keach, by the way. The Stacey Keach lookalike is like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's not run to, to... hang on. Hang on. I have an idea. I hold on to this. (laughs) He does look like Stacey Keach, the cokehead. Yep. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh no. I hope oh knock on the door. Who could it be? The cops. Oh no. How do they know it's heroin and not sugar and not uh he he went like okay. this. This kind of thing. Oh right, yeah, that's how I could tell. So yeah. Well, I mean I could tell for cocaine. I wouldn't know what heroin is. If I had a little cocaine on like it, I'd be like, yes, yes, cocaine. <laughs> there is no question. Oh, come on in, Officer O. Is it yeah. O? Well, it is someone they know. And you see his gun? Yeah, that's yeah. production value. He's a real cop in real life. I got nothing on all these actors. They're just What's there the Yeah. And, You're and right. brothers and... The cars are the stars in this film. Yeah. So look, there's heroin on the ground. And the now, what the cop is there to do? They remember all the heroin is shoved into the car. Like they, you know, if he bumps something wrong, it'll fall out. Like open the glove compartment, you know. So they're all scared because of the heroin. Right. Better snort it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have an idea. Give me some tinfoil and now, a lighter. What the cop is saying. What the cop is saying is um, there's been 35 expensive cars stolen in oh, Los really? Angeles County. Yeah, so our county. Oh, no. This is 70s drug humor right here. No, he, he they tricked him. He goes, listen, while you're in there, can you back it up so my the bad guy can get into the office? He goes, oh, sure. Ah, what, what me worry? He turns on the car and backs up and hides the heroin under the car for them. Nice. Because he, he didn't bring his dog with dad. him. He's the one cop that doesn't have a police dog with him, right? The guy who goes into a room full of heroin? Yeah, he's a, he has a K-0 unit. Yeah, K-0. Well, that's what it was in 73. He goes, listen, I'm stupid, and we need to sell that heroin right now. He goes, well, I'm smart, and we're not. Okay, so... Okay, you think that he's saying to himself, let's return the heroin to where return we want the car. Yeah. so that we don't get in trouble with the mob, right? Right. Okay. Which was his thing back then. I don't know. Anytime. Listen, if you, like, switched bags with somebody and there was, like, $84 million in there, like, right. sure, you could say, like, oh, I'm rich. Somebody's looking for that money. And if with that much money, you know, they'll find out who had identical luggage. You know what I mean? Like, they will trace you. 
But th these are identical cars too, right? No, no these two, no. no. Okay. They're just look, white. What I'm trying to say is you think the boss is smart for returning the heroin, but then he doesn't return it. He burns it. Oh, the heroin's in there. Yeah. Well, maybe he wanted to start a drug war while he's at it. Yeah, but that right, exactly. So he's gone from brilliant to stupid. If you right. aren't gonna return the heroin, then sell it. This right? is how to burn a, a lot of heroin in, in 60 seconds. Really, what he wants to do in 60 seconds is entertain us as an audience. Oh, yeah, we're gonna watch a cargo blow up. Yeah. 127 cars he kills in this movie. Burn it alive with heroin in the back. Bye, Renee. Yeah, that's right. Now, Loretta Lynn here with yeah. her hair, which she didn't have in the beginning. Look how big it is, man. It's crazy. She doesn't have the biggest hair in this movie. That The other guys have like crazy hair. Wow. But I mean, she must have gone down and been like, hi, y'all. Can you give me the Dolly Parton? Sure, gal. Sit down. You know what I mean? I got a right. big shoot today. I mean, it's a quaff on her head right now. It is a quaff. He's wearing a helmet, like in Spaceballs. Oh, dark! you think that's Dark Helmet? <laughs> or Darth Helmet? Where ha you burnt the heroin, you idiot! I'm on the bad guy's side throughout this whole film. I'm by the burning car, sniffing up as much fumes as possible. <sighs> Did you? Hey, Mike, a car full of heroin's on fire. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm bringing like a tinfoil uh, straw with me. I made it. I made it with some foil and a pen. <laughs> Heroin foiled again. Foiled again. It's a kids' movie about a dragon that I chase. Oh, look at this place! It is so cool. Like even when the parking lots are cool in this movie. Okay, the thing is, though, it was a... It, okay, if you were listening to the sound, you'd see that it's very poorly acted, but they're trying really hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very poorly acted, but at the same time, you forgive him for that because you know he just made it with his friends, so it's like community theater quality. You know what I mean? Darn it. Hey, I'm not joking around. You take me seriously now. Line, line, you know what I mean? There's no acting. This is the worst part of the film. It goes from her to this guy walk. Okay. All right, I'll watch it. It's, don't watch it. It's long and tedious. Well, I do have to take a peek, Carl. Can I well, step I away? This is the time. Did you right. bring like, um, what I do is I have a bucket. I mean, I'm not a gross person or anything. I immediately well, clean it out after the show. Not to delay the inevitable, but you watched this movie about three times, right? Yeah, and I forgot to tell you. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead and ask your question. Kind of. Oh no, to... no. I just, I'm just imagining you using a bucket those three times. <laughs> not for number two. Seriously, it's not. Gross. Well, the second time you watched the movie, you didn't use the bucket. I got you. Not for number two. Okay, so we're back to her smoking in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Her hair did catch on fire. With her quaff. Oh, and here he is walking along the cars. We're back to him. You got the mad car. All right, give me, I'll be right back. Oh, wait, we're back to her having a cigarette. Oh, we're back to him walking the cars. Oh, he's walking cars. 
Somebody's dialing a phone. Well, the point is the Eleanor they had was not insured. So they have to go return it and get a new one. I don't know why that's the rules, but it had to be insured. So we have dead air and I do apologize for that. So I'll just tell you about, you know, this guy. Okay, H.V. Halicki. He made a bunch of films in uh, 72. They're all car films. Love Me, Deadly Race Driver in 72. This movie in 74. In 82, he did The Junkman, which was kind of like a sequel. In 83, he did Deadline Auto Theft, which again was another sequel. Uh, he did in 88, Deadly Addiction. He was a Rolls Royce dr driver. In 89, he tried to do Gone to Gone in 60 Seconds 2, but he did die. He died during the uh, filming. Maybe I, sh I should. During a stunt, uh, just an accident. Here, I'll tell you about that. <clears throat> Look at them. He's walking the cars. She's smoking in the office. It's the worst. This is where the film gets stupid. Oh, he's found in Eleanor. Now we're going to get some action. Uh, August 20th, oh, she's in the office, he's at the play. August 20th, 1989, while filming in Dunkirk, Buffalo, New York, Hilicki was preparing for a dramatic stunt sequence in the film in which a 60-foot tall water tower was supposed to topple to the ground. When the cable attached to the tower snapped unexpectedly, it sheared off a telephone pole which fell on Hilicki, killing him instantly. Mm, 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 mm. Poor guy died. Okay, this film's still sucking right now, which it was so good before. Oh, it's an anonymous tip. It's an anonymous tip. Sorry, I misled you a little. My, I, okay. yes. All that happened was they have to return the Eleanor they stole, okay? But that's okay. They know where a new Eleanor is. Remember? The right. Yeah, that's started? right. Yeah. But the bad guy is so pissed off about the heroine, he's calling that detective with an anonymous tip. Oh, my God. Some thieves, those people you've been chasing, go to the International Hotel where they'll be picking up an Eleanor. I missed that. So the, the detectives say, hey, you're not like the other car thief who's pissed <laughs> off and that's the only way I find out about this shit, right? Like, you're a real citizen, and you're calling the police, and I'm doing my job. This isn't, like, some shitty vendetta that you... Like, oh, I wouldn't right. even know about you guys if you didn't fucking call me. Don't tell me that, right? It's a tip. It's an anonymous it's tip. It's an anonymous tip. I'm just okay, a now, concerned citizen. The cop who we saw, who got the tip, who went to their place, and they tricked him, why isn't he sitting in this car right now? Because it's just two regular cops. This guy's a maverick filmmaker. Where is he shooting the shot? Is he on a dog? In a hotel a room. He's probably no. He's yeah. probably. I don't know the answer, but I assume that he's in, in a, the hotel in a building room. there. Yeah, the lobby. It looks like a crane shot. Yes, but you know it can. In a weird way, it's not. Well, why would you? I mean, if you could just go up 
opened it. I mean, that's how they shot JFK. You just open the sash. Throw hey, it. I told you. There he is. All right. Okay. So they got that tip and they went and they don't see anything. They're just, is it suspicious? Two guys pulled up. One guy gets out. He's going down the ramp into the, you know. Yeah. It is suspicious. Yes. I'm looking for car thieves. Yeah. So I would think that's suspicious. Yeah. Because he went into a parking lot like that. He got out of it. Did he get out of the building and go to his car parked underneath? No. See his gray hair? Sabotage. Do, 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 do. He moved. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it. I know you planned it. <laughs> this water gate. Because you're all in my face. You know, you watch that video, God bless them all. And you go, wow, the PC boys have a great sense of humor. Yes. And then you like watch the band for the next couple of years. You go, that one time those guys had a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Some of the early stuff when they were old school is pretty bad videos, you know? Yeah. Well, they were funny. You got to fight for your right to party. It was funny, right? Well, then, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, you're talking like when they were punk rockers with. No, with no, you're right. You're right. It was after you got a right. I think it was called. Uh, Booty calling, booty, booty calling. Booty shaking, right? Yeah, yeah, booty shaking. No money shake. I don't know. Okay, look at this. Look. He's going to do it? to steal the Eleanor. Okay, one second, two second, three second, four second, five seconds. Oh, shit. This part of the movie is called Gone in 40 Minutes. We are about to enter a 40-minute car chase in which so seven cars will be destroyed. You just I am so excited. Time. I'm so glad you let me pee during the show. You know, as a guest, I, I, I just uh, can't believe you keep saying you're a guest, Carl, week after week. <laughs> I don't give the host of our show permission to go pee. If it's number one, you got to go. Whoa. Gone in 40 minutes. You can't drive on the sidewalk. No, that's not cool. You have to, unless you're on an uh, electric motor scooter, then yes, you can. Yes, then you can drive on the Or a bicycle, you, of course, ride your bike on, on the sidewalk. City ordinance. City ordinance. Yeah, I think it is a rule. Oh, no, don't go through that tunnel. I got in bad vibes. So this is the one Eleanor they need to steal and get to the dock to be the 48th car by Damn. whatever, the last second. Okay. This is a remarkable film. Shooting. And it's their last car. Can he make it? Oh, man. So they got all the other cars. So 47 cars have been taken in the first 47 minutes. And now the last 47 minutes is this <laughs> car chase. Look how it's already all fucked up. They can't yeah. stop that. Yeah, they can. Oh. Whoa. What production value? Yeah, right. That's uh, HD's couch, by the way. HP. It really, it probably, yeah, he probably something is, yeah. like that. He went down there. How much is the couch? $15. $15. That's outrageous. No, I don't have the sound on. And as I said, I haven't seen this movie. Does the DJ that we're watching now, does he become like the 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 narrator of the film? Yeah, it kind no, not really. But he, yeah, he will narrate. Whoa, that's loud. You see, the car chase originated at their radio station, the building, right? So now right. there's, so he's like, it's 
hey, something H, all country, all the time, or something like that. And they're just going to kind of give details of the chase as it goes on. K-A-R-S, cars, what a vibe. What, we got a hotline. Oh. We, no, I'm uh, supposed to recognize every location. Well, you know, growing up in L.A., I yeah, know that this was where the place where police uh, vehicles were, were, and this was the radio station when I was a kid. Yeah, as El uh, Gelino, as we yeah, say it, for short. If your radio station begins with the K, you're weird. Here, California. You're weird. No, weird? radio stations you begin have with some East Coast. That's just your East Coast bias. Well, the, what you know is weird is Canada. It has nothing to do with where I live. A normal radio station has a W. If your favorite radio hey, station has can a we at least weird. unite East Coast West Coast it's about Canadian fucking C NBC? Are you fucking business cable news or are you fucking a Canadian NBC affiliate? What's up with that? Yeah, I think you would want to identify yourself as the NBC affiliate. KNBC, CNBC, not affiliated with CNBC. Oh, that's that downtown now, restaurant. Look, that must be downtown. All of these look cars. Look at this. Listen, all these cars you're seeing. Yeah. Okay. The bystanders are real, dude. All yeah. these cars you're seeing are uh, owned by HB. He bought them all. <clears throat> he bought fire trucks for $200 a piece. He bought a garbage truck. See that? Yeah, the old ladies in it. You know that he reminds me of the actor Dax Stewart, D A X. Do you know uh, who I'm talking about from no. Punk? Uh, he was married to, I think he's still married to Kristen Bell. He directed a movie called Hit and Run, where oh. he had a big car chase, and the final car was some prototype he owned. And oh. it was very similar to this. I mean, I'm sure he was inspired by this as a filmmaker. Well, this sure. is the seven. Do you mean the car itself or the film? Well, the uh, film has the same yeah. spirit. Like yeah. it's just it just dissolves into a car chase. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, God, I wish crazy. I knew. these people who are about to see right now, they are act well, they're in the movie. Right. But okay. But the normal bystanders are not. Okay, they're right now the chase is over. That's it. They got Wait. him. Thank God. He's surrounded. You're surrounded. You said this is a 40 minute car chase, though. Well, it's clearly over now. The chase is over. Hey, hey. What? 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 Whoa! Look at that editing. He, he shot a bullet in it. Look, here's a cut, cut, quick cut to a bullet. Yeah, Fish two Burger seconds after it went through, right? Carl, not only does Carl do all the production of this podcast, but 30 years ago, he did everything for Fishburgers, the public yes. access television show on North, uh, North that kind Jersey of editing, Cable. Right? Yeah, that kind of ability. You throw an egg at the at the Montclair City Center uh, town One hall. Time, um, Vince ro fell off the roof, so I did this scene in which he falls off the roof, but it was really onto that thing over the bathroom. You just couldn't see it off camera, and then I had him jump over the camera and with just sky, and then I had him jump from the back porch to the ground. So I cut the three together. It's the sky one. He boom through the sky, you know. The kinder spirits. Okay, now the car chase is getting big and choppers are getting involved. Now right. you asked who's the narrator of this film. You see the radio guy, but also it's like RK Fox weather planes getting in the air to monitor the chase, you know. But also Crazy. it's the police radio. Police, yeah. band, you know, the dispatcher, they narrate. 
Why don't you listen for a while? Uh, all right. I have it on five, Carl, because it is really loud. All right, is it? This sounds like Grand Theft Auto at this point. That's that's Vince Vaughn doing his motor, motorboarding impression. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. So that's going out on the air. Oh, breaking news. Elderly couple sits on park beds. Look at this. That HB just, just killed another one of his cars. Oop. It's going to kill 127. Now, look at the good editing, pretending that they're recoiling with whiplash. Yeah, and the sound effects, which we haven't been listening to, the better than anything Bugs Bunny has. Now, you asked if I saw this film three times. I have. I, this is my fourth. And that's all I'm used to hearing. Right. Oh, our podcast is doing um, a service. These are all HB's cars. He just went to auction and... Okay, I'll give you four bucks for that. I'll give you... A, no, oh, that's... Four bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, this is not like, oh, hey, check out my gun collection. It's $100,000 worth of guns. No. This is just like he went down and got himself cheap cars and... Right. And you see them over and over. Okay, watch. Here's a funny joke. Well, that's looks, amazing. Then see the camera oh, shot again. He does these Batman TV angles where he has the camera like in a weird spot to give that angle, different angle. Yeah. I love it. It's inspiring. The cinematographer was, um, I don't have information on him because he's just another person who only worked on this, these, on HB's films. I don't know. Barrick, I think his name was. Okay, so that pretty fucked up at this point. Look, oh, I love this apartment. Why don't we take it? And then they get hit. And this is what we're going to see for 40 minutes. Yeah, this is like Crank or Crank 2. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm I, going to overcome my fear of being shot in the first movie. There you go. <laughs> Boink, I got shot again. You got hey, you gotta pay your toll. You don't have easy pass in nineteen seventy-four. You know, back in nineteen seventy-four, they weren't able to take a photograph and thingy. The best the, the toll instructor can do is stick out his arm and wave and shake his <laughs> fist. Did you see him go up to the toll and then screech to a halt and twist? Think about it. HB was up at the edge of some yeah. highway filming with his guys. Okay, you know, it's got the walkie-talkie. We're almost to the toll thing. I mean, it's just normal people. Oh, hey, there's the bear. Fucking California Republic flag. <laughs> you don't need to Wait. hear the soundtrack. Oh, I'll get shifted to another gear. <laughs> <laughs> Look Come out, on, there's... Lord, let's go, baby. You gotta stop suddenly. Crash. Uh-oh, looks like a hubcap's falling off. Toy, 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 toy. <laughs> toy, like toy, Mel Blake. This is what Mel Blake yeah. did on the Jack Betty show. Damn. Jack, is that your jalopy? Well, it's a fine car, I tell you. Here, I'll start the ignition. And then Mel Blake gets up to the radio mic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Sorry, I was so loud with our introduction, and now I was doing my Mel Blanc car impressions in your ears. <laughs> I gotta now, go. This is filmed on regular roads, and oftentimes yeah. people were in danger. 
but I there wasn't a, a casualty outside of the filming. And lots of times they closed off streets and stuff. I'm sure. With permits. Although I do have to say that the director of this film, it seems like he modified his own vehicles and then shot him driving at 80 miles per hour. And it just seems like you still need someone to test the car, you know, to make sure it's going to be like the studs going to work. Well, he's a stunt driver and he thinks everything's cool and we do safety protocols. And yeah, but you know, even working on spreadsheets as an insurance administrator, uh -huh. a second set of eyes always helps to check the numbers. <laughs> okay. You see the production value of this film? He knows the cops. So they said, Hey, I would like to film you taking off the choppers, you know, you go, okay. Yeah. Sure well, thing, I mean, HB. There's no other reason to see those helicopters because he had the chance to show those helicopters. Right. And that's yeah. true throughout the whole film. You'll see, like, you're going to see them doing, like, uh, going on motorcycles and doing uh, model planes. And okay, now this is going into the construction area, and there's going to be a cop. Whoa. There's going to be a real life. This is what I was talking about. He's just showing production value. Right. There will be a accident for real with one of the cop cars. Not not one of the BMXers. No, not like a real person. Like, uh, a, okay, it's one of the actors in the. Can you call them actors? It's one of the people in this film. One of the stuntmen. And those old tiny lights where the sirens were big and heavy up top. That almost killed this guy because he'll flip upside down and it'll squeeze. They had to draw of life his neck, his head out. Isn't that great? Yeah. Notes. Whoa. Whoa. Be careful. This is all planned. He owns those cop cars, but the cops are real. They really are. That's, so they were, so they, not all the drivers were professional stuntmen? No, no. <laughs> no. Someone's, the ones who didn't get hurt were. Yes. Nobody got hurt outside of the people who were, you know, in part of making this film. You know, it's always depressing when you watch a movie and it ends with, the, like, in memory of, and it's like a stunt person who worked on the film, and you go, oh, well, you know, like, I'm glad they, they acknowledged it and they, they, they gave the memory, but. Wait, wait, wait. Here is stereotypes in a car. Okay. Oh my God, where's the audio? <laughs> this is this looks like us in the car. Yeah. Smoking and driving around. It's okay. The next time you see them, do put the audio up because they are oh, so stereotypy. Okay, well here's the sounds beforehand. Wee wee. Well the dispatcher saying the pursuit is over. Repeat, the pursuit is over. Then she goes, the pursuit is not over. Suspect leaving construction area, you know. Whoa. Whoa, you're surrounded up. Oh, that's it, Mike. Chase is over. It's done. Uh, Nicholas Cage, give it up. This is the police. You are surrounded. We your brother has been freed. Do not, you don't need to do this for the kidnappers. Now, look, the, they're making little flirty stuff like. Oh, I guess it's over. Yes, finally, cute, cute officer who I've always had a crush on. This movie is basically him like, well, I'm surrounded. Nothing I could do except run. Look, 
the car came up and bonked him kind of yeah. by a mistake and like it jarred him. He goes, she, now she's like, the pursuit is not over again. Look, this Whoa. is, here it is. That's the, this is a real Ooh. accident. And it was not meant to flip over and go down and it crushed into him. They got oh. him out and he's fine. These are all real, uh, I mean, um, you know, planned stunts and everything. They're not accidents. But, I mean, him driving into the overturned car wasn't on purpose, right? That was a different scene. Like, the guy on his own loan flipped over. If the guy crashed into a flipped over car, there was not a person in the car. Nobody, there, I think there was some reckless stuff in this film, and I'll, you know, the only injuries we really learn about are the directors themselves, because he was the famous one. But I'm sure there was stuff. Well, I know that Craft Services food was really hot. It burned the the, uh, the tongue and the t- roof of the mouth of many of the crew members. <laughs> it's chilly night, the infamous chilly night in 1973. Yes, but it delayed the starting of shooting. As yeah. people are having very rough mornings. Well, none of the actors could say their lines. They just had to wing it. Uh, oh. Whoa! 127 cars. I know. And we're watching. Wow. I could feel 127 brain cells pop each time a car gets destroyed. Where are you going? GPS, take a right at the Dust Bowl. <laughs> Ooh, now, recalculating. Our, the cops who have been fit, chasing from the start, remember at the hotel, they were disabled there for a minute, but they're back on. And she's yeah. like, Are you still in pursuit? And he goes, what do you think I've been doing? Having coffee? Yes, we're still in pursuit. Yes, we're still in. I love that. What do you think we've been doing? <laughs> Ordering Chinese food through an app? Of course we're doing it. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm just working out the... Uh, I'm going to do my own... I'm going to do a remake of this movie. Again? Well, if it's a TV show and it's eight hours, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> the same thing every week. You can do it. Just do it as a reality show. I always okay. wanted to do one of the Demolition Derby. I think that would be a great one. A great one. Show. Do you watch shows like Top Gear and the American equivalent? I don't know what that is. No. So this is a long time BBC show where three television personalities would ride junky cars on like trick stuff. You know, they're, they're uh, gearheads and they get to drive verify cars it's like uh jay jay leno's garage but they wreck right. shit and, and they they drive on scary bridges and shit like that and one of the guys on the show jeremy uh fuck i don't remember cornish, cornish he said he said something that was vivid right jerry pivot who did bbc shows uh but he said something awful and they fired the bbc fired him yeah. and they hired like matt leblanc to be the replacement and then Amazon video. Duran Duran? No, from the Friends. Okay. I'll be friends with you. And then, uh, but basically, the original uh, presenters got their own Amazon Prime show called, like, The Grand Tour, where they do the Uh same shtick. Cool. So they drive around and and trash cars and shit like that. They didn't, you can't cancel me. You can't cancel. Oh, I got canceled. Oh, well. Oh, Amazon Prime's giving me a lot of money to be on an international market. Damn you, cancelization. 
Look at these good shots, man. Not Jeremy Corbin. I forgot. Who cares? I mean, uh, Jeremy Boob from Yellow Submarine, or yeah, that's right. I was gonna say Jeremy Boob from Yellow Submarine. Jeremy Lloyd Haupt. He was an actor in '92, '93 in this Fish Burgers thing. Did, did you ever watch uh, the Chase with Charlie uh, Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Very you like that. It's the same director as uh, Never On. Martin Tuesday. Sheen Chase one was better. Oh yeah, the Martin. Let me know with Sissy Spacek. Oh, um, okay, look, he just slammed into a pole by mistake, 85 miles per hour. The Cadillac behind him bumped him. Okay, the director, HB, he, he got really hurt. Um, 85 miles per hour. When he woke up, right, he goes, right. did we get coverage? Like, did you get that? You know, did we get the shot? That's all he cared about. Well, yeah. Yeah, Cadillac hit him. He spun around into that pole at 85 miles per hour. And it was just another example of him getting hurt. Now, they they had to – I really don't know the story. Like, every time he gets hurt, there's they would have to delay for, like, a couple weeks. And he finished the – you know, he would finish scenes with a cast on his leg. He was like Evil Knievel type of guy. Right. More narration of uh look at that fire, that it's so crazy. Yeah. That's not controlled at all. I mean, like no. that's just look, he bought this garbage truck at auction for two hundred dollars and it's gonna get crashed into and topple over. Now look, the all the people in the film are helping him out of a burning car, but the onlooker this person is working for the film, but the onlookers those on the sides, that's real. Yeah. Pull this truck over with cables, and you should be able to see the cables at the top. Oh, yeah, right. But it's, there's other wires above it. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking for it. I wouldn't see it. He invested $200, got himself a garbage truck, and fucking fucked it up. Yeah, right in the middle of traffic. Of yeah, with real onlookers. He couldn't. Like he didn't, he didn't call the county, right? He didn't he say, "Oh, hey guys, hey, I was gonna blow shit up." <laughs> okay. I'm I'm sure he had a permit. There isn't a lot of information on the internet about this film. It's mostly about his widow, who would go on to. Uh, you know, she was making the sequel with him in 1989. They were both starring in it, sort of as husband and wife. And they were deep into it, like 30 minutes of shooting already. This this scene, there was a water tower that was to crash to the ground. They were going to pull it down with cables. One of those cables snapped and sliced into a telephone pole. And it, oh, turn up the sound now. Okay, hang on a second. Sorry. Okay, that's it. Did you hear the stereotyping? Yo, man, you looking good, man. Pass that bottle, yo. I just see us fucking the backseat. They'll be like, can you pass? Yeah, all right, whatever. Just pass the joint. $200 that, that fire truck that we just saw. I know, they're weird fire trucks. Turn up the sound. All right, that's good. 
Now we're going to crash into something just to do show production value, just to go wow to the audience. Wow! As an audience member, I'd really had. I spent eight dollars at the grocery. That's the highest bill in months. Oh right, nineteen seventy three. Where you were able to take the shopping cart out of the supermarket and wheel yeah. it home. Yeah, and you would bring it back a week right. later when you shopped. Well, it's time to go. Yeah, you wheel it over. Now, it wasn't the right thing to do. That's fucked up. You're not supposed to do that. But it happened all the time. It never happened. Really, Old people ladies would, especially. Would wheel home the shopping cart and like, keep it in their, driving, in their driveway? Yeah, like Hudson County. Um, oh, this is Carson County. Okay, this is the real mayor of Carson, California. California area with a population of over 82,000. And an assessed valuation of nearly $350 million. Whoa, $350 million. That'd be one building now. Right. Look at the pipe smoker up front. I'm, I really want to hear this and smoke tobacco. His name is Sak Yamamoto, and he is the real-life city of Carson mayor. And he goes, excuse me, mayor, there seems to be some sort of chase. <laughs> They're what? They're shooting a movie of doing what? That's one way of getting the city to agree with your car sons. <laughs> Have the mayor in it. There's some truck driver like, we just got a call at Smokey. Come on, back. This movie was highball and they would have had a CB radio on. That's that's why I was trying to. I was like, who do Jerry Reed? That, that's Jerry Reed and Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, my friend Peter Fonda plays rabbit. He's a, he used to be a former trucker, and now he just goes his own way. We're freeballing him, Jerry Reed. You know, trucking and hauling trucks from Canada down to Canada is not easy business. And our movie uh, shows the that. United States. Yeah, using Canada. Oh, the K Fox. Right. Sidewalk? That's cray cray. Okay, here we go. Production value. Finally met their match. Yeah. Production value. Oh no, look out. Seven shopping carts are in front of us. Look at your cool tricycles. Don't call them that, dude. Don't call them tricycles, man. Tricycles are only 50 bucks. Easy to maintain. Oh my god, that guy already right. you yeah. know what? Carl, yeah, that guy is did. big. Yeah. He was unreal, man. He got he'll oh, say real again. Up. Listen, there's the blimp again. Yeah. Turn up the Turn up this Oh no, don't hit the Dotson building. Is that 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 sun? Is that that um that uh, son? That son. That son. Look, those are real onlookers going. What the fuck is happening? What's going on? Hey, I just thought you were shooting B-roll of uh, people buying cars. <laughs> B-roll. There was no B-roll in this movie. Everything is you see is shot and put on the screen. Now look, this cop is like. 
We're going to make a roadblock, like a lot of cops have showed up, and they're going to make a roadblock, okay? And in this scene, one of the cops almost gets killed. Now, you see the guy with the stripes and this mustache? I think right. it's him. Oh, well, how can the fucking him, miss them? When it impacts the car, he has to fucking leap away. You'll see it. All right. He goes, I think I hear him. Come on, let's get going. But that's a car. Is that Spiegel would make car noises? Clunkity clunk, I'm broken noise. Like he's Mel Blank or something. <laughs> Look, roadblock. There we go. That's going to stop him. Whoa. Look how he had to run away. He hopped yeah. over the car, and that's a real almost death. I mean, he, he like, yeah. Fuck, dude. You know. You know, these onlookers, remember when he hit the pole and he was knocked unconscious? Yeah. There were people there, uh, you know, the Cadillac had hit him and spun out and rolled over. That was all planned. So the pretend cops were like, oh, shit, you know, like the filming was stopped. So the onlookers are like, help the victims! Hey, cops, do your job. Go, that lady's hurt. Right. Stay away from the craft service table. Do your job. Now, this no, we're, is we're Moron at. Cadillac, but it's Moran. And what they did is HB owned like four of the Cadillacs lined up in front, and he put an oil slick so the car would slide into the Cadillacs. But the oil slick was so good, it like slammed into a bunch of that. Oh, oh turn up the sound. He's going to have a break thing. He had to buy all the Cadillacs he destroyed at this guy's place. Look it up because she's going to have one last little. He's going to faint. <laughs> he just can't believe it. Now, there we go. That's it. He wins the Oscar, in my opinion. That was a great yeah. Guy. Those ignored guys. by the Oscars. Was he leasing was he leasing the in memoriam the following year? In okay, memoriam. We're gonna have it again in memoriam. We're gonna have it again, Mike. You're surrounded. You can't get out. The road right, must be over. Now watch how he sneaks out of the roadblock. Look how cool this is. Whoops! He almost hit that guy too. Wow. This, this is all for an Eleanor. Uh, yes, and look how fucked up it is. Look, she's calling the boss all upset, and she's like, I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know what's... Here, turn it up. Turn it up. Phone oh, for Mr. Joaquin. Phone uh, for Mr. Dan Aykroyd. Phone for Dan Aykroyd, cameo. Phone for Dan Aykroyd. Here, listen to her. He a Baldwin brother? Look at him. I'll be right there. I'll That's be right it. there. That's it. I'll be right there. I'll be right Look there. Look at that fake hurt person. Mr. Joaquin, there's, all your cars got wrecked, and they were really wrecked, and they got wrecked. and Yeah. I'll, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. <laughs> 
So this oil slick really yeah. was so good that he smashed into about seven or eight Cadillacs. You know, three of them he owned, so he had a little buffer, but he had to buy the other ones. He's like, no problem, man. Let me write you a check. And the the Moran Cadillac guy was like, I just made six sales. Yeah. You know, you bought, you break it, you bought it. Isn't it like shooting porn in your your uh, pizzeria? People are like, yeah, didn't you shoot porn in here? Oh, it's the best dealership. Yeah, but didn't you have a car wreck a bunch of cars in your place? Yeah, quality entertainment. I guess I would go to that car dealership. I saw you and gone in sixty seconds. All your <laughs> shit got fucked up and nearly killed anyone. Ooh, ooh. Those are actors. Yeah, but they're showing it. And in the movies, they it's always like sensational. Every no, but like if you see a movie like a Terminator movie, like a yes. Terminator Three in particular, all the cops jump out of the cars before they explode. All the cops roll out of the cars, or oh, they're I okay. But here, like, he's actually showing consequence. Yeah, you saw that lady on the stretcher. Yeah, this guy. It's all fake, but yeah. You don't have movies. Movies don't show you that. You don't see that in Fast and the Furious, the people that got hit. No, if the car lands, wheels up. But usually you're you're zooming through some exotic city and you're smashing cars left and right, and those cars go ziggy-zaggy and blow up. (laughs) Yeah. You never see the people in those cars be put on stretchers afterwards. Bloody nose, yeah. Broken co- clavicle, collarbone. We already saw this shot. He's a, well. He's going to. Oh, look! Uh, he's breaking. Okay, now turn up the sound. All right. Look, going for a different angle to dissolve. No motion. Keep the sound up. About to compress ten vertebrae, our director. Weird. He just compressed ten of his vertebrae, and he'll he'll be okay, but he'll walk with the limp for life. He'll, wow! Yeah, right that here, right our director here. is squeeze on his spine. Ugh. Now look how cool the movie is to do these echoey sounds. I mean, it's not the real motion. Showing it from eight angles. This scene, damn it, hurt, uh, hurt you. Yeah, all right, great. Let's do slow motion. I want to hear. <laughs> Put in the, the middle of the movie. The avalanching down. Yeah. This is That's, crazy. Yeah, when you win the 500, you do that s- circle donut and makes right. the smoke. Well, people always ask me, like, did you just win the Indy 500? I go, no, no, no. I just pour milk on my shirt. Yeah. Okay. Those are it. That's his fire truck again. That's his ambulance. He bought them all. Now, what in slow motion and then regular motion. The roadblock now is blocking the chasers. So it really is going to be over now, and our guy is going to get away. Was that because he hurt himself so badly? He's like, that's it. We're done. No, in the movie, in the movie, in the plot, the guy's fine. And, um, see, here he is just driving on the regular street, and his feet, a fuck Eleanor, just beaten to hell. Wow. Now he's looking for a way to get out, so he sees a car wash. 
The same car wash? No. It's How many a, car washes have we seen? Three different car washes? Outdoor I, car washes? I broke my perfectly fine umbrella. That's the kind of broadcast they're having right now. This end, K, radio station that begins with the letter K. Well, it's K country all the time kind of thing. Yeah. K L country. country oh, car conti- wash. Car wash. That's my ticket. Continuous country here on KKK. KCC, KCC. I'm stealing that. What's the steal? You're going to say the words KKK on stage for that pun? Don't do it. It's not worth it. Continuous country. Hi, do you have the car wash that will fix my car? But I'll start with the whole bit of like W radio stations. Yeah, right. A radio stations. that's, That's freaking you out. The radio stations start with the letter K. Just, I mean, like... I know it's okay. So, oh, here we go. Our friends. He's he. Look how much smoke is in that thing. Dynamite. Dynamite. Slap. Give me five. Oh my God! Yeah, there you go. That's a shopping cart right there. Now we never saw. Is that what happened? It was his car that hit the shot. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, okay. I, I want this is the fourth time I've okay. Now look, he's put his car through the car wash, and guess what he sees? He sees an Eleanor just by coincidence. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. That's yeah, that's a bad movie rule. Yeah. Right? Six people in the universe and the sixth person is a killer. He just happened to find the same fucking make. Yeah, coincidence is never good in a plot but sometimes it is uh, yes when it serves the plot but it when it serves your good guy to get out of trouble no that's not good like one of my biggest beef that was lucky yeah it is lucky and also what a waste of our time (laughs) yeah like it was i hate when it it was all a dream you wasted my time you you mean he he found this same car at the end. Now we right. Now we find out that the DJ is the one who owns the Eleanor. All the acting. Well, go ahead, keep it up, keep it up. No, I just I, I well, you okay, know people can watch the movie on their own now, and you know they can't. Is it gonna start, are they going to start a chain of events? No, <laughs> this is the end of their events. If this was final fun. destination, they would park. They would knock over a milk carton that happens to be on the parking spot. The milk will pour into the electrical wires, causing a fire. So now everyone's on the lookout. The manager's like, well, sir, ma'am, I did not say we would rewash your car. What kind of car is it? It's a 1973 Ford Mustang. What? Now that wasn't a pricey car. It was just that it, the Mustang was never going to be again. This was the very last one, so everyone wanted to buy it. You see? Oh, she saw the beat up yeah. one, and she thought right, it was and she fainted. <laughs> just like in Mark Twain's Prince and the Pauper. Right. Sort of. Er- er- 
to serve and protect. Please, they think they've got, you know, the owner of the car wash. Right. They think they're arresting him because he's, it's his car. We got, we got him. Okay, now we have a tense moment in which the new Eleanor, you know, he might get caught by the cops. Right. He goes, where's the 10 freeway? He goes, just give me your license, buddy. Kirby shoes. Now we would say, where's route 10? But you snobs out in LA. No, you just have so to say the. Where's the 10? Where's the 10? Where's the. You want it south or no? Can you tell me where route 10 is? You mean like a plant, like a root? What do you like mean? Like a root? Oh, like the roots? So he goes, hey, wait a minute, you, hey! Uh-oh. You want to get to Route 10, go straight and make a right. Oh, you mean the hey. 10 officer. You mean, the, yeah, I said uh, East Coast over here. Yeah. You know, you, metric system out there. You know, here on the East Coast, we have WNEW, right home in the New York rocker. But Rockin the, but the West Coast... Me. There's a K. It would have to be KWNEW. What's up with that? What's going on? Canoe. Canoe. That's a, that's a different word, people. That's a diff no. You got the Los Angeles Carol Miller. Okay, turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, yes. Finally, the plots are going. Leave it up. What are they going to notice? Billy. Yeah. Watch what the, our hero says. Billy. See you around, Billy. Right. Well, that, there goes the only interesting people we've seen so far. Oh, I got a vote for Peter Pinchon from uh, Sure. Oh, shit, the, the car's on fire. Yeah. What? That's it? Directed. Now look how it's superimposed. It really wasn't done in the 70s. Also, the soundtrack we heard was yeah. modernized because of some lawsuit kind of thing. You know, maybe the internet didn't tell me about the release because it wasn't. I don't know. No, it was released. It had to be. I mean, people well, it was it. on DVD, and but I don't know if it went in theaters. I don't know. Right. Look Toby this, was Toby. his nickname. Yeah, people called him Toby. His wife called him Toby. Oh, man, it's so funny. Like, everyone survived. The car was on fire, but it's okay. Long Beach, Long Beach Police, Carson, yeah. Long Beach Fire, Torrance, Redondo, Redondo, Los Angeles Sheriff, California yeah. Chips. This is makes it to be dream come true. Great God, this is crazy. Now, this was maybe made in 1989 after he died. Right. Now, look, this is scenes from, that's his wife. You see, it says Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. This is scenes from Gone in 60 Seconds 2 in 1989. You can see how it's really on video. What says 2000 on there? Yeah, I don't know why. This is 1989. Oh, I see. In 2000 is when the new film Gone in 60 Seconds came out. Maybe oh. they repurposed it for a promo. I don't think so, though. But no, this is vintage. This is for the sequel, God in 61 Seconds. <laughs> He's Armenian-American, and she's very pretty and nice in interviews and stuff, but she'll sue your ass if you try to use Eleanor. If you try to oh. name it Eleanor. Yeah, it's that's her. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Good for her. That's savvy. 
<laughs> well, Carl, what do you think of this movie? I love hated it. I I really think this guy was ambitious, and he pulled it together. <clears throat> and you were um, in the restroom at the time, but he made right. two sequels. One was called um, The Junk Man, and he again played Ace or whatever. And one was called Deadline Auto Thief, and again he played Adrian Pace. Except Do you think those movies are on the YouTube? Yeah, maybe. We could search for them. It's called right. The Junk Man and Deadline yeah. Auto Thief. Okay, The Junk Man just popped up. Think, is Hulk that what you want to see next time? Uh, well, I ha we have a movie set up for next week, but I think the next time we see a movie, we should probably see The Junk Man 1982. Okay, so, okay, The Junk Man. Are you okay with that, watching him yeah, again? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, let's go to that. You said you found a trailer? Well, yeah. Do you want to do the movie that we have lined up or just go straight to The Junk Man? Um, this is your show, and you give me the orders round here, both. Let's do uh, The Junk Man. Okay, the junk man. Let yeah. me go to trailers. Right. And uh, let's I hope we're okay. I hope there's a trailer. There best be. <clears throat> trailer, the junk man, nineteen eighty-two. Okay, give me a second, I'm gonna have to catch up. It's just the next video that Otto played was the junk man, so it was one of the few times I, gotcha. I that okay, uh, the junk I Okay, there is the Junk Man original trailer, 1982, by Rust Billy, Rust okay. Billy Channel. Okay. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh. Sorry. Oh, here we go. I got you. I'm going to do Rust Billy. I'm going to hit play and hit pause. Play okay, and then pause. Slide back to zero. Slide back. Zero. All right, let's get the sound going. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we don't edit this shit out. All right, ready? And three, two, one, go. Joke man. What? 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 Chad DeLorean, you're talking too quickly. Oh, we saw some of the footage from number one. Oh, it's the same joke. Guys? Oh, the good year flip. It's been a good year. Oh my god. The country rap song. What family? <laughs> 
Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the joke, man. Fucking, I just thought "Gone with the 60 Seconds" was the craziest shit I've seen on uh, as a yeah. film. I was wrong. Take to the skies too. God, oh, people love this movie. It's all over YouTube. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we just watched "Gone with 60 Seconds" from the great H.P. Uh, Halicki. H.P. Halicki. Halicki. We love H.P. Halicki. Uh, who unfortunately passed away uh, in 89. And we are going to be watching his movie from 82, The Junkman, next Sunday at 2 p.m. So you can listen to it first on Mutiny Radio. You find mutinyradio.fm on your internet or on your uh, live streaming podcast uh, app. And yes, please, I didn't even mention that. Go to Patreon. Go to Venmo. Donate to uh, Mutiny Radio. We had just had a fundraiser, Carl. I don't know if you noticed it. I it was a fundraiser. It. it was a fundraiser. And somebody actually donated the, the full amount. Of right. The and and you suspected it was me. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't tag you to say that, Carl, good job for putting down that money. <laughs> I was like, hey, someone actually donated the entire some of the fundraisers so we appreciate yeah. it here at muni radio so uh bring quality shows as you know monday and fridays they have live comedy shows as well as our station manager pam benjamin jam benjamin has a lot of live shows throughout okay. the city of san francisco check them all out uh follow us on youtube follow us on facebook and uh be our 39th follower on Twitter. Twitter Carl, yeah. what a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for researching you. it. I'm looking forward to the Jackman next L- week. L- I'll see you then. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny! Mutiny! Oh, my turn off, sir, guys, who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Good evening, my name's Gladys. Uh, gonna try to be a little bit funny. God, it's so hard to remember how. Uh, I moved to a different city recently, and you know, when you do something like that, it can be so hard to meet new people. But boy, it's easy to meet old people. They're eager to talk. Just right, just right on the bus. That's how I met my grandpa, actually. Uh, during COVID, been up to a lot of writing. Get a lot of writing done. I wrote a prequel to Jaws. No. It's called No Sharks Here. <laughs> Shark Free Town. I wrote a prequel to The Exorcist. It's called This Girl's Fine. She's normal and shit. I was in line at the bank with my boyfriend. He pointed at some of the tellers. He said, hey, marry, fuck, kill. And I said, uh, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so I come, I come from one of those big southern families in the south, uh, the deep south, let me tell you. One of those places where they think that like Sprite is good for you because it's clear. <laughs> and they reuse the name Chris a lot in my family. We got like four Chris's. We got little Chris. We got my cousin, big Chris. We have my brother, city Chris. And even though my brother is both taller than Big Chris and has a lower BMI than Little Chris, they call him City Chris because he got caught reading a book in a duck blind. And he never, never lived it down. Hey, a lot of people these days into polyamory. Uh, I don't know much about that life. Uh, I do know, from what I've observed, uh, if you're going to open up your relationship, if you're going to have like an open marriage, it seems like it's going to be a lot like opening up a good bottle of red wine. In that once you do it, once you open it, uh, it's going to last about five days. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm joking. But seriously, they can be so sanctimonious about it. They really believe that it's like not just falling in love with a bunch of people. It's a better way to live. I feel like sometimes they're saying to me, uh, hey, you know, I can have my cake and I can eat it too. And they're also saying, you know, cake eating, it's one of the highest virtues. And I'm a little more enlightened than you because of all the cake that I ate. I also hear him saying to me, hey, can I spend the night at your house? Because they are all mad at me. I, I can't go back to that apartment. I got the cake all over me. Now I need to take a shower. Uh, so I was at the library recently. I saw a sign for adult coloring time. You know about this? You know the coloring's not just for little kids and people that got hit really hard in the head, right? These days it's for adults to do, right out in the open. And this sign, this sign at the library, here's what it said verbatim. It said, adult coloring time. Join us from 1 to 3 p.m. in the upstairs reading room. Or just stop by for however long you like. And that last part really tripped me out. Because like of all the things about adult coloring time, yeah, I know I can leave when I want to. <laughs> uh, this isn't the one where you lock the doors. This isn't the one where I have to keep going after my hand cramps up. Yeah, I know. Basically, most signs have that little subtext after it that you, you don't need. You know, like, they don't need to put class meets three times a week. Or never, if that's what you want. Just don't show up. This is a fire exit. Or just stay in the fire, bro. It's your life burned to death in the hallway of this Ramada Inn. Howdy, folks. This is Finch bringing you another episode of Always Free Radio, the podcast and internet streaming radio show that is by, for, and about people that like to participate in rainbow gatherings. This show is brought to you on Mutiny Radio, and you can listen to it every week live on the internet on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. San Francisco time, that's Pacific time, on mutinyradio.fm. And if you missed the live show, you can also listen to it by downloading it as a podcast uh, by looking for the podcast called Always Free. That's A-L-L-W-A-Y-S-F-R-E-E. And it's all one word. You can look for it on wherever you get your podcasts, whatever your provider is. The, uh, the stand-up comedy that you just heard uh, was brought to you by Gladys uh, Emily Downing. And it was performed at the Pennsylvania Prism Rainbow Gathering this last summer uh, in 2021. 
Um, unfortunately, Gladys tragically lost her life a week ago on Tuesday, and the entire community is reeling from this loss. Um, she was an absolute titan, uh, a rainbow superstar. And she was also a stand-up comedian, so we are dedicating this episode to Gladys, and next part of the uh, show that you will hear is her full 30-minute stand-up act uh, at the same Pennsylvania Prism Rainbow Gathering. Uh, Gladys is survived by her twin babies, Gertrude and Elmer, who are going to be raised by their father now, and hopefully with a little bit of help from all of us. Um, we also suffered another tragic loss this week. John Buffalo uh, passed away on Monday, May the 2nd, and John was one of our most longtime and most dedicated family he did Shantasina for decades, and he, he participated in every part of Rainbow, and he will, he will be missed very, very much. Uh, finally, after, uh, after we listen to this next stand-up set, uh, there has been a flurry of Rainbow Gathering-related news uh, in the media recently. Colorado has figured out that the 50th anniversary Rainbow Gathering will be coming their way, and the newspapers are all trying to guess where it'll be, how many people are coming, what the impact will be, and all of us are watching and trying to see how many times the headline will say that we are descending on some mountain town or another. Uh, so enjoy the current event and news download. But first, we hope you will enjoy a few laughs with our favorite rainbow stand-up comedian. We love you, Gladys. This episode's for you. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, good evening. First of all, you guys, thank you so much for letting me practice. Oh, my God. It's been like a year, so uh, don't, don't expect much. But, but this is a golden opportunity for me, and I'm so grateful. Um, also, I used up all my short jokes the other night, so let's, let's just get into it. Uh, my name's Gladys. I did move to New England for the wintertime. Uh, I know that's kind of unusual. I know a lot of people up here don't appreciate it. I hear, I hear them all the time. They fantasize about moving to Florida or Arizona or California, and they don't even know. I, I mean, I, I can tell what they're thinking. They're like, oh, I'm going to wear flip-flops all the time. I can lick a metal pole all year round. Uh, I'm going to wear a straw hat like in the Jason Mraz videos. But man, it's it that kind of thing can turn out with the darkness because okay, basically when we don't share an objective reality that is the weather can kill you for half the year, hippies start thinking all the ideas in their head are right. It's terrifying. Just any idea that pops into their stupid little dreadlock head could be correct. You know, stuff like uh, vaccines cause autism. I should wear a more whimsical hat. Uh, you know what I should do? Start a start a chapstick company with weed in it. That's what I should do with my entire life. Basically, I'm saying that you need the harsh winter time to press your hippies down. Man, you get out there, 
it starts getting kind of spooky. I mean, up in Vermont, it's great. Even our rednecks, like, you know, your eighth generation Vermonter, they're they're pretty they're pretty good. A, they've been to another country. They've been to Canada. B, you know, they just got that out of the gene pool a long time ago. If you couldn't hang out at a party 300 years ago, you had to go outside. And it's negative 30, and that's that's the end of you. You know, out west, somebody can't behave. They go outside. They're just outside. Right outside. Like, right fogging up the windows. Right out there. Be like, oh, people don't know so much. I'm just going to walk out of this party and sleep underneath the manzanita tree. <laughs> So I, I moved to New England from the deep south. Um, south, it's, it's been in the news lately for rising again. And, you know, we had a lot of problems out there growing up. I mean, I'll get into it, you know, crystal meth. It, it ravages communities and people are always so down on meth heads, but you know, there's some upsides. There's some upsides. For one thing, meth heads, man, they'll make you super nostalgic for crackheads. <laughs> And how, and how they just want more crack and you can predict all their actions based on that. The thing with meth is, oh man, it makes you super crazy. It costs almost nothing. Like you can do three days a week at Burger King and pay for your meth habit. So what you have, what you have is a lot of crazy people walking around very quickly, obviously. A lot of time on their hands to work on their bespoke insanities. It'll be stories like, oh... My, my neighbor's stealing my spark plugs, but you know, it's so we can build a time machine so we can go back in time and break Avril Lavigne's nose and somehow that's going to end the designated hitter rule. So, you know, it's for a good cause. I'm not mad. Or like, you'll be in an alley and some dude will come up and you think he's going to rob you or whatever, but he just wants you to sign a contract he made about not taking your shoelaces for granted. So, that's fine. That's fun. Uh, I had two kids recently. Or so they tell me. Um, I know that shit's been hard because I didn't even have that thing in high school where they give you like a fake baby that you can take care of. Did that happen at anybody's high school? In real life? What, what kind of baby was it? What the fuck? I thought because they had, I thought it was going to be an egg like in Saved by the Bell because now they have a, mechanic, a sack of flour. That's not realistic at all. You can't, you can take a baby to a fish fry. Like, a sack of flour. Watch out. Man, weird. No, I mean, the whole point of that assignment is they wanted you to fail, right? They want you to have the baby, and you see how much it sucks to be a teen mom, and then you don't want to be a teen mom. But then, like, if you do pass the assignment, are you good to go? Are you good to be one now? Like, like when Mothers Against Drunk Driving comes to your school fair, and they have those goggles you put on that makes you drunk. And then you drive with them, but then if you do a good job driving, they give you a laminated card that says you're allowed to drive drunk now. Because you did it. Or like when the D.A.R.E. officer comes to your school and he's got all those little samples of drugs in a plastic case, and then he lets you do some of the blow, and you're, you're so good at doing it. You're so good at doing it. You, do, you say all the stuff that people in cocaine are supposed to say to each other. Like, like... Oh, your idea for a restaurant sounds incredible. <laughs> I just, I think it's important to be honest with children about where restaurants come from. <laughs> I think you got to sit them down on the edge of the bed and look right in their eyes and just say, when two men named Philip and Dana love themselves very, very much, they have a restaurant concept together. <laughs> And that's where they come from. <laughs> oh.
people these days a lot of people these days they want comedians to be like more than comedians they want to be like you know preachers or motivational speakers they want to ask you know ask the important questions in life so i'll, I'll try can anybody name all the members of Limp Biscuit? Any of them? You guys, you guys know at least one, right? Right. It would be Fred, it would be Fred Durst. And then some people, I guess some people also know about the spooky, uh, the, the spooky bass player. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, did you know that wasn't a puppet? That was a real dude, just wearing contacts. But yeah, Fred Durst is the only one anybody ever knew. And that would be really good to be Fred Durst in the 90s because it's like, you know, you're getting the good restaurant tables, you're getting all the bar 